Trump digs coal. That's what many yellow signs read during the presidential campaign. The nominee promised to put laid-off coal miners back to work. Now the president is soon expected to issue executive actions looking to fulfill that promise. Inside Energy's Dan Boyce tells us it even snuck in to the president's speech last week to a joint session of Congress. We're going to stop the regulations that threaten the future and livelihood of our great coal miners. Trump's pledge from a podium facing all of Congress, eliciting applause from Republicans, including the president himself. The executive actions anticipated here soon would do two main things overturn an Obama administration moratorium on leasing coal on federal land and start the process of rewriting Obama's signature environmental legacy, the Clean Power Plan, presumably to roll back the plan's restrictions on carbon emissions from power plants. Last year, we spoke with Gail Jap. She's a coal miner in Gillette, Wyoming. She's 65. We visited her windy home outside town shortly after she and hundreds of others were laid off from coal giant Peabody Energy. So, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's been devastating. Talk with her now, though. Hello. With Trump in office, especially with this upcoming executive order, she feels better. It's wonderful. She's working again running a really big coal truck. The tires are as tall as a two-story building. It's a temp job, not like what she used to have. But she is bullish. When I ask her if she thinks Trump's actions specifically will lead her back to full-time work in the next, say, year or two? If want to know the truth, I think it's going to be a lot sooner than that. More like a few months. I think within the next six months, I'll be back full-time. Personally, I hope that's the case for her. That is Rob Godby. I'm the director for the Center for Energy Economics and Public Policy at the University of Wyoming. Talking to him about whether things are looking up for coal, well, there are a lot of factors. Coal has a lot of uncertainty. But one factor he is pretty certain about, looking at what is determining coal markets right now. Regulations really aren't making a huge difference. So let's look at the executive orders expected from President Trump overturning the federal moratorium on coal leases. It would happen immediately after the order's release. So ask Godby what effect that's going to have? No effect. (laughs) Now, the BLM points to about 30 projects potentially affected by the moratorium, but Godby says he doesn't know of any just waiting to get started again if it's dropped. Because cheap natural gas is the biggest thing holding coal down, Wind and solar are up there, too. Renewables have become much more competitive. Also, since the Great Recession, we've seen a lot more energy-efficient products like TVs and light bulbs. While the economy started growing again, electricity demand didn't, and that just made everything worse for coal. The U.S. Energy Information Administration says American power generation from coal peaked in 2011. Since then, the equivalent of about 71 coal power plants have been taken offline leaving about 400 coal plants in the U.S. today. Unless people start building more coal-fired power plants, uh, long-term, coal demand really doesn't have anywhere to go. Things continue to look really bad for Appalachia. Lost jobs, closing mines. There are some bright spots for coal in other parts of the country, though, like Wyoming, where Gail Jap works. 
The EIA says production nationally is expected to climb 5% overall by next year because natural gas prices are expected to go up a little bit. And if Trump guts the clean power plan, the short-term effects won't be big. But look out further, say to 2030, Godby says coal production in Wyoming's Powder River Basin is predicted to be nearly 40% higher without the CPP. Sounds like a lot. But to give a sense of just how far coal has fallen... That production total in 2030 would be the same as what the production total in the Powder River Basin was around 2011. Leaving a lot of coal miners still in need of a job right now. Gail Jap. She'll work nights, 12-hour days. She can handle it. Well, for what they pay me, I dang sure can. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce. You can always find more, including details on how you can see our new documentary, Beyond Standing Rock. It's all on our website, insideenergy.org.